Happy Friday, you big bunch of freaks and geeks. How have you all been keeping? You've been enjoying the snow? I love the snow. It's been nice, hasn't it? It really has. Do you know what else I love? Cocktails. But do you know what I just can't fucking stand? Doing things. I hate doing things. And one of the things I hate doing the most is making cocktails at home for two reasons. One, they're simply never as good as the cocktails that you get from a bar. And two, by the time you actually want to make a cocktail, it is a million times easier to just drink the spirit straight from the bottle. Yeah, I'm that kind of guy. I don't have the patience to muddle limes and be shaking things. And I imagine right now, you're kind of going, I hate doing things too. This guy's just like me. Which is why you need the good people bringing you today's podcast, Straight Crates. Straight Crates bring the bar to your door with a range of beer, spirits, and a ton of their most popular cocktails, all handmade and bottled up for you to enjoy at home. And let me tell you, when I say they're the best cocktails on planet Earth, you better believe that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to a cocktail. My word do I know what I'm talking about. Trust me on this. You ain't going to find any better anywhere. Straight Greats offer same-day delivery to all LN1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 postcodes Wednesday to Saturday if you order before 2pm. But if you don't fall under an LN postcode, National Devil... National Devillery? the fuck is that? National Delivery is available too. Straight Greats have you covered wherever you are. If they could cover my ability to speak today as well, that would be tremendous. All you need to do is head to straightcrates.co.uk, S-T-R-A-I-T, to place your order today. That's straightcrates.co.uk, straight spell S-T-R-A-I-T, and turn your shitty cocktail into a titty cocktail today. My guest today is me. I don't have a guest this week. I wanted to touch base, see what's going down, get some things off my chest. I love talking to you. And it's been a real while since I have. I get through a lot in this episode. Cannibalism, stupid people online, the Super Bowl, uh, people wearing blackface and using the N-word. Yeah, I go go a mile a minute. This This is a wild one. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, me. It does feel like forever since I did an episode on my own, you know, just me and you sat here chilling. I kind of came into it hoping that I would have loads of things to talk about and, you know, what I've been up to. And I have literally nothing. Nothing has changed in two months. Um, I bought my first two scented candles this week, and it's probably the most exciting thing that's happened for me all year so far. They are fucking tremendous. Uh, I can't remember what flavor they are, honey and something, but they're good. They're really good. I really need to get out the habit of calling them flavours. They're scents, Ronnie. Scents. Don't eat the fucking candle. I was looking through Yankee Candle, and that website is just a confusing mess of words. Let me explain. The first candle alphabetically on their website is named A Calm and Quiet Place. I get it. You know, candles make you feel cosy, give those chilled out vibes. It's a whole thing. But I don't know what a calm and quiet place smells like. What can you take from that title that will make you want to spend 25 English pounds on an entire jar of it? Calm and quiet places are not even always nice places, let alone nice smelling. A 24-hour McDonald's at 5am is calm and quiet. Do you see what I'm saying? Yankee Candle's best-selling candle is called Pink Sands, and I know that there'll be some of you right now listening to this going, oh my god, yeah, Pink Sands, it smells amazing. This means nothing to me. I don't know what that's meant to smell like. If it smells like vanilla, just say vanilla. Some other ones I saw, I've written them down. There were Bora Bora Shores, Dreamy Summer Nights, Angel's Wings. Just fucking say vanilla. 
Like one thing I will say for Yankee Candle and their marketing team is that they have bollocks like bronze boulders to make a scented candle, slap a random phrase on it that tells you fuck all about how it smells and then charge 25 quid for it. That is shameless. And this is not the way I expected this podcast to begin. Moving forward. Oh, one thing I did want to speak about. Did you see that guy that got shot filming a YouTube prank video? Absolutely stupendous. It was in the United States, fairly obviously. This 20-year-old guy walked up to a huge group of people outside a children's trampoline park, and he was holding two kitchen knives. The point of the prank, quite clearly, was to make people, including women and children, think that they were about to be stabbed to death. It's a great concept. At face value, I can't see how anything could have ever possibly gone wrong with that idea. It's funny. Oh, you, you got me. I ran away screaming. I was fearing for my life. What am I like? What are you like, you little terror? You throw it on YouTube, 10 million views, everybody wins. He got shot to fucking pieces. They killed him. They killed him right there on the spot. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. What a dipshit. I absolutely love things like that. Like, how far are you willing to go for attention online? If you're at the point where you're that desperate for views or likes or whatever it is that you're willing to imitate a terrorist, then there's no hope for you. You're done. Your brain is soup and you're finished. This is one of my biggest arguments against having kids because there is a chance, no matter how you raise them, that they could grow up to be that fucking stupid. It is almost completely out of your control. <laughs> they shot the fuck out of him. You see one of these stories about every year or so, though. You know that phrase, fuck around and find out? Somebody will steal a headline every single year for both fucking around and completely finding out. I remember the woman, this is another YouTube quote-unquote prank video, she ended up being charged with murder for shooting her boyfriend in the heart while he held a Bible against his chest. The idea behind the video was to see if the power of God would stop the bullet. Let's pretend... Just for a moment, let's pretend that we're all ludicrously religious. Everyone listening to this, you are, I am, we're all very religious. And let's pretend that we do believe that the power of God could stop a bullet. Sold. I'm in. I'm all in on that idea. Do you know what can't stop a bullet? The power of paper, because that is all a Bible is. And the bullet went pew, straight through the Bible, which again was made of paper, and straight through the guy's heart. Bang. Dead. The gun wasn't a little pea shooter, shitty rubber bang gun. It was a 50 caliber desert eagle. If that doesn't mean anything to you, that is a gun that is used for hunting animals. It is a hand cannon. He could have held a genuine piece of the cross that they nailed Jesus to against his chest and it still would have blown his organs out. I said it a moment ago and I'll say it again now. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. These fucking morons, man. Honestly, what else has happened this week? Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl was great. Weekend at the halftime show. He's one cool motherfucker, man. He's a really cool guy. Uh, Tom Brady won another goddamn Super Bowl ring. Did you know he, as an individual, now has more Super Bowl wins than any NFL team? That is impressive. I say all of this like I'm some sort of massive American football fan, but I have no idea how that sport works. I watch it every single year, and I never have a clue what is going on. For me... It used to be kind of an excuse to stay up all night, eat shit food, and get tanked, but lockdown has kind of made that redundant. Staying up all night, eating shit food, and getting tanked, that's no longer reserved for a big sporting event. That's a Thursday now. And I'll tell you something else, I am so over these lockdowns now. If I have to wear a hazmat suit with oxygen tanks strapped to my back like I'm a fucking astronaut everywhere I go, I'm cool with it. 
if that's what it takes to get back to some level of normality, I am all in. You're going to see me in the titty bar and go, who invited the fucking beekeeper? I kind of want to go all out when lockdown lifts, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to be as easy as we think it's going to be to get back to normal. For a lot of people right now, including myself, the idea of a packed out bar with a great atmosphere on a Saturday night, that sounds wonderful, but everything's going to be tainted with that feeling of stay the fuck away from me. I'm not sure how we're going to deal with it. You know how some guys kind of squeeze past women in bars with that little touch of the waist or the stroke of their hip? It's uncomfortable, isn't it? I've had that happen too from women squeezing past. I know you go and no, you fucking haven't. I absolutely have. I'm telling you the truth. It is invasive. It is invasive. It's a little bit like, okay, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Let's, let's kind of not. But right now, after almost a year of zero physical interaction, if I was stood in your way in a bar, you could pull my dick out and use it as a door handle to get past me if you really wanted. <laughs> I might just keep that clip so next time Mama Burns says to me, why can't I listen to the podcast? Well, here's a 30 second segment of it. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hmm. Let me take a... Take a wee sippy sip here. We're moving quickly. What are you drinking tonight, Ronnie? Diet Pepsi. Nothing more, nothing less. Standard Diet Pepsi. I got a bottle of Tesco's own brand vodka. It was 20, either 21 or 22 pounds. It is a litre and a half. That's where I'm at. You should see the fucking size of this thing. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking happy about it. Pretty proud of it. I'm not going to lie. I fully recommend. Anyway, moving on. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, post-lockdown. Yeah, the idea of really going all out first post-lockdown evening is just so attractive. I'm talking three-piece suit and a pocket watch, you know, like a real bad motherfucker, real classy, you know. The night wouldn't be classy at all, but, you know, dressed to the nines. Um, I thought, oh, shit. I found these things. If you have your phone in your hand right now, I want you to Google something for me. Two words, okay? Gentlemen's tracksuits. Gentlemen's tracksuits. Put that into Google on your phone right now. I will wait for you. Gentlemen's tracksuits. I'm waiting for you to type it in. Oh, yeah. How horrifically garish are those? Real awful pieces of shit. And I think I want one. They are awful, okay? I know that. But the heart wants what the heart wants. And I'll thank you to reserve your judgment. Oh, speaking of judgment, I am moving at a million miles an hour here. Speaking of judgment, if you've ever worried that someone might have some dirt on you that could potentially cause a bit of embarrassment, I don't feel like it could even be 1% as bad as the things coming out about Army Hammer right now. I pray that you've been following this so you know what I'm talking about. If not, don't you worry, I'm going to tell you everything. So Army Hammer, if you don't know, is a huge Hollywood actor. He played the Winklevoss twins in The Social Network. He played the Lone Ranger in The Lone Ranger. And all of these alleged, it's very important I use the word alleged because it could all be bullshit. The legally we're saying alleged all these alleged leaked whatsapp messages and voice notes have come out over the last few weeks and they are heavy they're really heavy 
I am going to stress the word alleged once more. The voice notes are kind of unavoidable unless we've got the world's best army hammer impersonator on the other end of the phone. The WhatsApp messages and Instagram DMs, etc., etc. There's only his messages. The messages from the other side have been deleted, so it's difficult to gauge a whole thing. But what we've seen and what's come out... Right. A lot of people were saying online, don't read the alleged army hammer messages unless you've got a strong stomach. People were actively discouraging others to read these alleged messages because of how grisly and graphic the content was. And I read all of them. So just picking out a few personal highlights, um, allegedly confessing to, and I quote, 100% being a cannibal. Yeah, you didn't expect that twist if you didn't know about this, did you? Uh, there's one message that says, an earthquake could hit the building and I'd still be trying to eat you in the rubble. Yeah, there's there's a lot of blood stuff, um, stuff about surgically opening women up to hold their organs in his hands and then stitch the women back up afterwards. Uh, there's one message that just says, this is so grim. I'm going to come thinking of breaking your bones. Uh, there's a message threatening to decapitate a woman if she tells his wife about all of this. Yeesh. You see where I was going with this. You see what I meant when I said it was heavy. But hear me out. <laughs> this is going to be a really difficult sell. Do I condone anybody's private messages being leaked and shared with the world? No, absolutely not. Do I condone the alleged content of the messages and the harm that they've potentially caused the women that have received them? Also, absolutely not. I will say again, we have only got one side of the story because the other party's messages aren't there. We don't even know if the messages are real, but the voice notes kind of... The voice notes set it in stone, don't they? I can't do an army hammer impression and he's saying some weird shit in them voice notes. Ugh, army, army, army. There are, there are some fucking kinky people in the world, okay? But consensual cannibalism and consensual bone breaking is a fucking hard sell. There have not been many cannibals over the last century, but I guarantee the excuse, nah, bro, she was into it. That has never worked. That has never worked as a defense. There is no way. So as I say, maybe you worry sometimes like, God, I hope nobody finds out I like being pissed on. Things could always be a million times worse. In fact, do you remember on the episode when I was talking about things that every 18-year-old man should know and I said, nobody wants to be that piss guy on, on the campus? Be the piss guy if it means not being the guy that wants to fucking eat people. <laughs> always, always be the piss guy in that circumstance. I'll be the piss guy every day of the week if it means that people don't. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, be, be the piss guy. Always be the piss guy. If you've got the choice between the cannibal guy or the piss guy, be the piss guy. Hold it together, Ronnie. Hold it together. I was genuinely interested to see how Army's PR team and his publicist dealt with all of this as well, whether they played it off as a role-playing fantasy or they, they could have gone down the route of sex addiction or drug abuse. That's what I was expecting. Instead, Army's publicist took a good look at everything going on and simply just went, nah, fam, and just cut. They're out of there. I don't blame them. Like I said, it's a really, really hard sell. Potentially, the strangest thing that's come out of all of this, and I fear that you're not going to believe me, but it's something else that you can Google. The strangest thing that's come out of all of this is that a group of, quote, ethical human cannibal fetishists 
have come out to denounce Army's alleged behaviour, as in actual people with actual cannibalistic tendencies have spoken out to the media to say that Army Hammer, an alleged cannibal, doesn't represent their way of life. What the fuck? I have read the press release. Cannibals worldwide are legitimately taking a stand to say that this man and these messages don't represent their values. Maybe you didn't hear me. Cannibals are angry that they are being misrepresented in the media. I am seldom lost for words, but my God. And do you know what this has all led to? An argument online about not kink-shaming cannibals. Normal people are standing up for cannibals to say that nobody has a right to judge their values. The values being eating human beings. How did we get here? How did we get here? This is the strangest thing I've ever heard. I'm all for ending kink shaming. I am. Genuinely, I am. If you want to drink piss, if you want to wear a dog collar, if you want to come in a shoe, that's fine. Do your thing. We are talking about killing, cooking, and eating human beings. I'm going to shame you for that. I am going to shame you if you want to do that. Your tendencies are criminal. They are not kinky. It is not a big sexual taboo that we need to maybe talk a little bit more about. It is murder. This is why I'm slowly distancing myself from Twitter. Twitter is a fucking bombsite. I've always said it's a place where cowards live. If it weren't so good for news, I would be out of there in a heartbeat. I've been thinking about closing my Twitter account and just setting up a burner. And some of the things you see on that website make you want to put a bullet in your head. For example, for example, I saw a guy last week that claimed to be transracial. I know the actual definition of transracial and it makes perfect sense. This wasn't that. This was a dude, a white dude, from a white family, which it turned out had no links or heritage with any other race. And what he'd done was basically blacked up with makeup, said that he now identifies as a black man, and he began using the N-word incessantly. His tweet about the whole thing even said, I've always wanted to say the N-word and now I'm legal to do so. I'm the newest N-word in town. So about 80% of the replies were calling this guy a fucking toolbox, which I feel is pretty justified, but that still leaves 20%. And 20% of these fucking momos on Twitter were calling him brave. Brave. Can you imagine if I put a load of makeup on and started dropping N-bombs every second sentence because I'd come out as a black man? Because that's what this fucking schmuck did. I would be lambasted, I would be torn to shreds, people would kick the shit out of me, and rightly so. <sighs> this is what I mean. Twitter is a bombsite. It's so easy to get wrapped up in all this stupidity and go down rabbit holes that you don't need to. You'll have heard me say before that TikTok eats your time, but at least you get a laugh and a smile out of TikTok. Twitter eats your time, and all it does is make you want to fight people. Look how wound up I've got just talking about things on Twitter. Fuck me. <sighs> I have to take a moment to compose myself. You can't just black up and start saying the N-word. What the fuck? And, and, uh, you're so brave. Congrats on coming out as black? What? <laughs> we live in a stupid world. We live in a stupid world. We're such a stupid species. Fuck me. I wish I hadn't just mentioned TikTok because now I have a confession to make. 
No, I have not been aimlessly scrolling through TikTok for hours this week. But I did go on it. I did go on TikTok. And I found one account within about two minutes of going onto that app. And it's a gentleman called, let me get this right, Lonnie Richardson. He's called Lonnie Richardson. If everyone on TikTok was Lonnie Richardson, I would watch his TikToks all day long. And I've only seen one. I've only seen one. I wanted to watch some more live while recording right now. So I'm going to put the one that I've seen on. You don't have to see him. You don't have to see him. He kind of looks like a hillbilly Santa. He's an old guy from Texas. I'm only in this TikTok thing because I want to see the worst and the creepiest and the most bizarre of human beings. And he completely encapsulates that for me. So I'm going to play some fucking audio from these TikToks. We can do this together. I'm going to put on the one that I've already seen and then I'm just going to pick some at random and let's see what this guy's about. Because if I am a good judge of character, there's going to be some quality content coming from old Lonnie Richardson. Let's do this. Let's have a look. Okay, let me load this first one up. Here we go. Here he is, old Lonnie. Hello, money moon dog. You sure are pretty girl. I just wanted to tell you that. You sure got a good looking little body on you. I don't know how old you are, but I ain't gonna impose if you're underage. I'm out. <laughs> I ain't gonna impose if you're underage. I'm out. Oh, what a gentleman. What a gentleman. So that is the first one. That's the only one I've seen so far. There are hundreds. <laughs> yeah, great little body. Oh, let's pick another. Let me look for another. What have we got? Oh, the thing is, they're all taken at exactly the same angle, and I just feel like he's going to be saying very similar things. <laughs> all right, we'll go for this one. We'll go for this one. Okay. Good morning, TikTok. It's this old man again over here in Texas. I'm just sitting around watching TV, nothing to do. Mm. I just need me a hot woman. That's all I need. I love to have one. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I love to have one. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. I take everything back. I love TikTok. Bye. <laughs> Lonnie. Let's find another. Let's find another. Oh, shit. Has he got... Is that a prosthetic leg? He looks like he's got a prosthetic leg. I'm going to play that one. Let's see this one. Okay, Lonnie, you have my attention. This is my little foot that cut all my toes Oh, my off. God. He hasn't and got any toes. They're working on them now. They done cut another one of them off. I don't know what I'm going to do. They're going to cut all my toes off, all my feet, and I'm going to be toeless. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. They're going to cut them off. I'll be toeless. Oh, my God. That's so funny, though. I thought it was a prosthetic leg. I genuinely thought, oh, fuck me. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be toeless. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lonnie. Oh, God. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, Lonnie, I'm sorry. Okay, one more. One more. 
one more and I, I need to fucking wrap this up because my stomach hurts. Okay, let's find one more. What's this one? <clears throat> What's this one? Well, here I am sitting all alone at New Year's. Oh, got nobody to love. I ain't got nobody. Nobody at all but my dog. See, that's sad. But if anybody's lonely and want to call me, they can. 817 Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop that. Cut that off. Holy shit. I didn't think he, I didn't think he was going to say his phone number. <laughs> Why would he say... <laughs> Fuck off. <sighs> Why would he say his phone number? Why? I think that's about all we've got time for on this episode of House of Run Dog. This has been fun. This has been fun. It's been nice doing a solo episode again. I'm, I'm probably going to have a guest next week. I need to talk to him. But until then, just have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Just try and keep try and keep your chin up. Go and watch Lonnie's TikToks. That's fucking done it for me. I'm going to be watching them all night. Take care of yourselves. Keep your chins up. And I'm going to be totally... <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> Fuck it out. <laughs>